Hey y'all, you are listening to Simple Life. This is Carrie Craig and I am so excited you decided to tune in today. I hope that you will love what we're talking about and I would love for you guys to comment and let me know what you think and what you want to hear. Yeah, so let's get started. You know what I mean by that? 
can't sit here right now and tell you all I have it figured out, but I'm getting closer, knowing who I am and where I want to be. My husband and I, we missed church for several weeks. Maybe it's more like several months. I don't even remember. But as we decided to live this simpler life, that included bringing our family closer to God and attending church, volunteering, and being more connected with the things that matter most. Our first Sunday back in church was a very tearful one for me. My kids, they stood their heads barely above the pews, with hands folded for prayer and voices lifted in song. My heart was exploding, and as I looked around and witnessed the baptism along with community fellowship, I was just overjoyed. Going to church, it starts your week out right, and it just sets the stage for what lies ahead. Like I said before, I'm a Christian, and even if you aren't, preparing a routine for your life at the start of the week sets the stage for the rest of your week, and for your life. Living a simple life, what I've learned, is all about routine. So today in this episode, we're going to go through a few of our routines that I've created in the last several weeks to help us live a simpler life. Here's the first one. We go to bed by 9 o'clock every night. And yes, my friends tease me about being, you know, um, going to bed early or whatever it is, but... I make a habit of trying to get in bed every night by 9 o'clock. Now, this doesn't mean I'm asleep. Sometimes I am. But there are days where I drink afternoon coffee too late and I'm just not ready to fall asleep. Consuming caffeine after noon is another conversation we can talk about another time. But for now, let's just say I'm not always perfect. I love my coffee. So anyway, when I'm not necessarily tired at 9, I'll take my book in, I'll lay down, and I'll read. Usually by 9.30, my eyes are starting to droop, and I'm ready to hit the bag. Now, my kids, they go to bed at 8 o'clock. Usually they're asleep by 8.30. We always read to them and say our prayers, and we try to keep this routine even on the weekends when we can. Now, I'm not perfect. My family's not perfect. We don't always go to bed at 8 or 9 o'clock on the weekends, but we really try to make this a habit so that we can continue to stay in our same sleeping patterns and our same mindset throughout the week. Now, you might be asking, why do we go to bed at the same time? Well, our bodies run on routines, whether you like it or not, and when you try to stay up later, what does that do to you the next day? It usually makes you more tired in the morning when the alarm goes off, right? Yeah, it does. It sets the precedence for the entire day. You're tired, and even that extra espresso shot does not do the trick, or at least it doesn't for me. So set a time and go to bed at the same time every night, if you can help it. All right, so write down how you feel and how going to sleep at the same time every night improves your mood. I want you to keep like a little journal or something next to your bed. Jot down the time that you're going to sleep, and the next morning I want you to write down how you feel when you wake up. It's simple. It's that easy. And maybe this sleep pattern, sleep routine won't work for you, but for me and my family, it is totally worth it. And for you, I think it's worth a try. Okay, so another thing that we do for routine in our simpler life is our laundry. Now, laundry is like a dreaded word in our house. We all hate to do the laundry. I use hate all the time. I shouldn't say that. We very much dislike to do the laundry, and we are very thankful for the clothes that we have 
But laundry is a dreaded ordeal in my house between my husband and I. And, you know, guys, he takes out the dogs, so the least I can do, right, is do the laundry. Anyway, I got such a fat chore. And I do this every other day. I do laundry every other day. And if you listen to my very first podcast, you probably know why. But we have downsized all of our wardrobes. So we do laundry a little bit more frequently than what we used to. So we can have some clean clothes to wear. It actually really has helped us keep our you know, chores up to date, believe it or not. We're more conscious, too, of our clothing choices and what to throw in the dirty clothes pile or not. Now, Callie, my little girl, she always just throwing anything she's wearing into the dirty clothes, whether she's worn it for five seconds or not. So we're still teaching her that. But anyway, we use Norwex. If you guys have heard of Norwex, we use that pretty regularly in every aspect of our cleaning lives at home. And um, you know, we don't have to wash our towels after every use because this fabulous silver in the Norwex cleans them. I don't even know how it all works, but it works and we love it. So we also like wear, like when we come home from work, we change our clothes, those clothes that we wear that evening, maybe for a few hours while we're home, we wear the next day and we might wear them three days and maybe that's gross to you, but they don't get dirty. We just lounge around in them and then we take them off and fold them and put them in a pile. And then the next day when we get home from work, we'll do the same. It's just a way that we try to be more careful with what we're doing on a daily basis. And, um, you know, we don't have to wash those clothes every day because are they really dirty? Do we really need to waste the water and the detergent and everything to wash the clothes that we wore for three hours? I don't know. Anyway, since we do laundry every other day, my kids also know that it's laundry day and they get the job of folding socks. And it actually helps. It's like a little game at our house. So it helps with their hand and eye coordination because it gives them, you know, a fun little matching game to play and they're folding the socks and our little guy gets some help, but our daughter thinks it's pretty fun who he can fold the most. So she enjoys it. It's not perfect and I often have a pink Puma sock with a gray one, but the socks are both black, so it's a different color riding on them, and it doesn't bother me. The days we don't do laundry, though, we clean, and we have a small house, so cleaning is um, maybe a 20-30 minute task, but we clean, and we make sure all of our board game pieces are accounted for and in the right spots, and I know this sounds crazy, but we got to keep board game pieces in their boxes because it's so frustrating the next day when we go to get out Candyland and all the pieces are in Don't Break the Ice or whatever. You can imagine the search that we go on. And since I'm on the subject, I might go on a little side conversation right now and talk about toys and our kids. You see, before we had, before we moved into this simpler life, simpler house, we had a toy room that was probably about the size of what we're living in now, but it was huge. And there were so many toys stacked clear up to the ceiling, and that's kind of being sarcastic, but we literally did have toys everywhere. And there were days where my kids wouldn't even go in and play in the toy room because it got so overwhelming. And I would literally just close the door when I had to look at it and walk through the hallway to go to my bedroom. I didn't want to look at it, I didn't want to clean it, and I just didn't 
didn't, it wasn't a space that was actually utilized well or resourceful for my kids and their learning and their growing. So anyway, um, when we moved to our simpler life, I donated most of those toys and I kept things that were very, um, you know, hands-on kind of things like blocks and things that we could build with and those little magnetic building tiles. We kept stuffed animals and things that my kids could use their imaginations with and create. We still get out the iPads. We still watch movies and we still do things like that, but we, we try to engage in more imaginative play. Play-Doh has been huge in our last few weeks in our lives and things like blocks and building and just being outdoors. You know, it's kind of a lifesaver for a family tribe too. It actually really helps the kids and their behavior. So it's so easy to just turn on the iPad and trust me, I'm, I'm not going to lie. We've definitely done that. But, you know, I have to remind myself that technology isn't always the best use of our time. And there are things I can wait on till they go to bed or vice versa. All right. Anyway, I'll get off my soapbox now, but I just, I had to throw that in there. All right. So another routine lately, our morning routine, it's been a little thrown off by switching babysitters, but usually we have a pretty structured one. It usually goes something like this. Mom and dad wake up around five, go on with their morning routine and let the kids sleep in till about six. I wake the kids up shortly after and let them hang out on the couch watching Arthur or Tumbleweeds or some PBS show. I make their milk and their breakfast and then once they start to engage me in conversation, it's usually this time we get up, get dressed, brush our teeth, make sure everything is packed and ready for the day and we leave the house around 6.50 or so to proceed with our day. You know, the only time my routine is ever really thrown off or messed up is when dad stays around the house. So when my husband stays around the house, which has been a frequent occurrence lately, it just throws us all off. And I think it's because my husband's schedule with his job is just all over the place. And I don't like to count on him at all as a kid runner for anything that we have because it never fails if he's called out for something or whatever when the kids need dropped off or picked up. So it's just easier if I just take over the kids' schedules and make sure they get to where they need to go. And I'm very lucky that I have my in-laws and my parents that can help me whenever I need them too. So it's been a huge help. And I like to plan that stuff too. When do I need my mother-in-law to pick up the kids or bring them home or take them here or there? It's just good. And I usually try to get all that stuff planned on a Sunday right before the week starts and everything gets a little bit more chaotic. It's something you should try too. You know, are you guys in the same boat? Like, what are your routines that you've set up to allow you to live a simpler life? Do you have routines? Is that something that doesn't even, you know, resonate with you? Maybe, maybe it's something you want to try. You know, right now I'm sitting in our living dining room kitchen, which is approximately 150 square feet, but it has everything I need. I'm doing things that I've dreamed of doing, and in that busy life that I was living, packed full of schedules and things I felt obligated to do, this life I'm living now was a imagination. You guys, now it's a reality. I'm living this life. 
Switch full of just much simpler attitudes, simpler things, simpler schedules, simple everything. You know, as the holiday season approaches, it's, a, it's actually here, it's among, it's among us right now. Let's remember what this season is all about. You know, this season, it's meant for family and friends to remember the story of Jesus and his birth and the time to celebrate his life and the love that he showed us all. The Christmas story, and no, I'm not talking about Ralphie and him tooting his eye out, is a cherished story that should humble us all. Remember the sacrifice God made, sending his son here to be born and to soon die for all of our sins. You know, mainstream culture tells us we should have all the things, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. But is that really what we need to be connected to family, to God, to nature, to our lives? New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, the new year, regardless, it's approaching us. It's going to be here in less than how many, 35 days? You know, maybe this is a good time for us to take a look at all the things that we have. Learn to live a simpler life. And teach us all how to connect again. Anyway, that's all for now. Uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in. You're listening to The Simple Life, and this is Carrie Craig. You guys have a blessed day.